0: Hey, what's up? What's up? It's your man, Sam who's Just talk with Sam podcast. Just talk with Sam podcast. Man, we got a banger for you guys today. Um, we got a special guest in the building today and that is Sylvia DeFonte. Sylvia DeFonte is a world renowned international actress, humanitarian. She's, um, down with rights and she, she's just awesome to talk to and Those who know her may know her from the hit series Warrior Nun right there on Amazon. We get a chance to sit down and talk to Sylvia about her career, how she gets started, the um, outcry fandom that we have for her. Based on the show Warrior Nun, we really get a chance to sit down with Sylvia and she just gives us a little bit of her time to talk about herself, her upbringing, some some new projects that you may or may not be able to talk about. So Warrior Nun right there on Netflix. But before we jump into that, we got this, the podcast. Also, there's a video element of this podcast, and you can see the whole thing on our YouTube channel. You can go to uh, click the YouTube link, or you go to YouTube, just talking with Sam, no G and talking. You can see the full interview and in all of his glory um, right there. You can watch the video version. But before we get started with this awesome interview with Sylvia DeFonte, we gotta pay bills around here and you gotta to get to your home for everything related to the Just Talk with Sam Podcast It's right there. Go to samshownation.com. Your home for everything related to the Just Talk with Sam Podcast. By going to the Just Talk with Sam Podcast, you yes, you can get everything you need. And if my eagle people can see it, there's a donate button on the homepage and current promotions page. And by going there you can give to the podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast. We've been doing this. We've been going long and strong for over 13 years. And why we'll stop now? So please, hit the donate button and give whatever makes you feel like a good person so we can keep the free money free. Got to pay some nice little bills around here. But maybe you want a little bang for your buck, you want a little receipt for your wares, you can always go to samshownation.com and hit the store link. And by hitting the store link, you, yes you, can get all your Just Talking With Sam swag right then and there. Whether it be hats, whether it be... Um, Uh, cups, stickers, um, shirts, whatever you need. It's all right there. So go to samshonation.com, uh, get that, and whatever, you know, when that's, you know, all the proceeds go right to the podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast. Speaking of the podcast, you can go to samshonation.com, click the podcast link, you can catch up on all of your favorite podcasts right then and there. By doing so, you can get, um, Everything you need, where, and maybe you listen to podcasts a little bit differently. We can be wherever podcasts can be found. All you got to do is put in Just Talk With Sam, no G talking. Just Talk With Sam, no G talking. We're on Amazon, uh, Apple, TuneIn, uh, iHeart, uh, Spotify, CastBox, wherever podcasts can be found. But before we jump into this great interview with Sylvia Devontae... got a few sponsors this podcast and the first sponsor good folks at honey yes save yourself some money with honey for the samsung hit the current promotions link and by hitting that current promotions link you yes you can jump in on this podcast and whatever you're online shopping what is honey ux honey is an app that you put on your phone or your browser and it while you're doing online shopping, it scours the entire internet for over 5,000 uh, qualified retailers to find you the promo codes you need to save you some money with that honey. Um, once you go to checkout, you hit the honey link, and it goes wherever, and it's going to find everything that you need to save yourself some money with promo codes, deals discounts coupon codes you name it save yourself some money with honey you know you're going to do some online shopping and maybe i can keep a couple bucks in your pocket so please go to SamShowNation.com, click the honey link and thank me later the next sponsor is the good folks at upside look i don't know if you noticed this or not but i just here to tell you gas prices has lost their mind yes they have yes they have and since they have lost their mind we need to save you some money join upside upside is an app uh go to samsonation.com click the upside link download this app to your phone trust me you're gonna love it what it does is it goes and it scours the entire uh area that you are in for gas prices um and it gives you money back i just um filled up my tank and i got 14 cent per gallon back to me so that's one way to save yourself some money so use the Upside app. And it's not just for gas. Would it be restaurants? Would it be supermarket? Would it be wherever you're going? Scans the area. You pay your price. You say, hey, I paid this. You get your money back. Find the Upside. So please go to samsonnation.com. Click the Upside link and um, download that app. Trust me, you're going to want that Upside. So get some Upside. And lastly, certainly not leastly, the good folks at Target. Yes, we are currently in spring and we are doing some spring cleaning and we throwing out old stuff, sometimes you got to get that new stuff. Target is helping you out with all the spring necessary equipment, whether it be housewares, whether it be cleaning equipment, whether it be cleaning supplies to make your springtime house sh- sparkle. Whether it be home deals, whether it be uh, maybe you need new furniture. I mean, you know what you need. And one of the things Target got you covered all you got to do is go to samsonation.com click the target link and by doing that you can get whatever you need whether it is brands that helps you um, reduce your waste and carbon footprint with their target zero target clean an easy way to identify products formulated with uh, specific ingredients that may not be harmful and maybe some style responsible style hey get some jeans while you're there You want to look good. It ain't just about you. It's springtime. Rejuvenate yourself. Whether it be getting the kids play activities, getting them fit, because they're going to be outside, the weather's breaking, or you can get a jump start and you get your warm weather essentials. Maybe you need that new swimsuit. Maybe you want a new handbag. You want to be outside. We outside, now? Target got you covered. So the best way to do it is go to samshownation.com, click that Target link, and by clicking the Target link at samshownation.com, you, yes, you, you can browse all your target stuff but you can check out right then and there and have all of your essentials waiting on you to pick up right there at target you don't have to waste time at target they already got you covered the skilled employees at target and already shop for you they got your stuff in the bag and all you got to do is go right back home and that that's just by shopping at samsonation.com by hitting that target link so get everything you need for this spring at target go to samsonation.com click the target link and uh Get a hop on spring. That's enough of me yapping right now. I want to show off these mics, get these video cameras going. And the next voices you're going to hear is myself with the great Sylvia DeFonte. We'll be back in about uh, 90 seconds. And also, check out um, YouTube. You can see the whole interview right then and there. This is just talking Sam podcast, y'all. Just talking Sam podcast. Just put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be a pop. I don't know this, till like right now. Seriously. Subscribe right for you on iTunes, y'all. Obviously, if y'all just listening, we, we never write this out. I love your hat collection over there. Thank you so much. But look, I got to be honest with you. It's not every day. We welcome a true definition of an international genius such as yourself. You are a citizen of the world, actress extraordinaire, but I don't let those good looks fool me because... I know to your very soul, to your very heart, you are an absolute certified badass. I want to thank <laughs> you, ladies and gentlemen, Italy, Italy's greatest export by way of my uh Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Sylvia DeFati, welcome to the podcast. Oh, I love this presentation. <laughs> Sylvia's so, like I can go home now. I, I got everything I need. Yeah, I want to hear
1: this every morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it. Look, I am a fanboy by heart, by nature, and just given the opportunity to talk to Mother Superior, I I had to make a promise to myself not to just just bombard you with warrior nun questions, uh, because I got I got a bunch of them. But you, you know what? Since we're talking about it, let's start here and. I just want to say I love the show. It was a great, especially around the time it came out. It was the middle of COVID. Like, everyone was sitting on their couch looking for the next big thing. That's how I stumbled upon it. And I loved it ever since. But how did you get involved with this?
1: <laughs> well, uh, this is the first one that should have answered you that is, is my manager because um, she, she knew the, the casting director. That's, but that's technical stuff. Let's just say, and I'm telling this to you because, because it's you. Okay. Um, so I became mother in uh, the 30th of October 2018, and after two months and a half, I had this audition. So what I mm-hmm. always say is that karmically, I became mother and mother superior. <laughs> nice. I think that's very much connected because um, I think that um, I had the urgency to to bring something uh to bring a character that was strong, powerful, and could speak to powerful women or to women that you know needed to be empowered and uh yeah I think that that's 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 her mission. As Mother Superior and as Mother Superior for
0: me. I see. And it totally shows. Um, One thing to get in character, I heard you read the comic book to prepare for the role um, as a comic book nerd myself. I am very familiar with the comic book. So did you feel like it was a connection after you read the source material, or was it something that you just worked yourself into? Well, uh,
1: as soon as I got the material, I wanted to look to to, to the comics, and I saw... This was a very iconic role. Uh, actually, she doesn't have the scar. Uh, she's blind in the comic. So, but I understood that there was something going on, you know, because of the cane of the walk. So I said, wow, this is, this is someone that has lived, has a lot of experience, had a lot of, you know, conflicts, a big wound. Um, So how do I carry that? How do I bring that gravitas in in, in the character? And, uh, so I just stepped in my power. (laughs) I was like, I don't have to do nothing. I don't have to show anything. I don't have to shout. I don't have to scream. I just have to be someone that knows she's in charge, knows she's in power and is talking to younger kids and, uh, not convinced at all <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> takes an effort
1: to convince her takes an effort to get into her graces and that's fine i just found found everything you know where i was and uh yeah and it was i just had i just had fun doing very little doing very small things but very precise choices internally now and uh, ever yeah. since i
0: i don't know. And you you did kind of mention it a little bit, but the book does differ from the series. There are major left turns in the series that the book didn't take. Did you find that to be a great change in your acting, or did you just kind of go with the flow?
1: I go with the flow. Okay. I just I just kind of um, I trust what is written uh, always and um and you know when you start knowing the writers the writers start knowing you mm-hmm. you as an actor as a performer um luckily stories intersect like your personality intersects more and more with a with um with a character and when the writers are smart they get hints <laughs> of who you are and 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 they they just you know, put it in, in in um in the script, and so I think that's that's a big shift from one into two season. I think there was uh, more material because we got to know each other better.
0: Now I have to bring this up. This was um this was a big issue. So I I I, I think you were affected. But when Netflix canceled Warrior 9, it sparked an outrage from myself. Uh, fans like me, the cult following that it created, they rented field boards and they show like, hey, bring this back. And people are dressed like halo bears outside of Netflix headquarters. And I, I'm curious, how does that make you feel? I mean, I get it. Life as an actor or actress, like jobs come and go, but when you, When, when it gets taken away to have so many people sparking outrage, did you have any feeling towards that or how did you feel personally? Well, I felt, I felt the need to hire them all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to hire you as publicists. I'm going to hire you as, you know, people running my daily life. I'm going to hire you as, as, mm, I don't know, as ministers of the country. It just felt. Because the, um, yeah, as I said before, it's not just the love and, um, it, it was craziness in the best way as craziness can be, like, uh, organized, intelligent, smart, um, focused on the objective. Right. And, and I think, I think I believe what I, what I could see is that there's also, you know, this creation of community was really strong and and i think that those kinds of skills of, of those kinds of networking organizational skills are really superior but you know they're amazing and i don't think it's <laughs> it's something very unusual i think it's extraordinary so i was i, gotta I was be-
0: yeah i got to be honest with you okay you're right because it connected with us and look i get it i am not a teenage girl i get it I understand. Pretty sure. um, <laughs> the, the, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm looking at these graves. I'm, I'm pretty sure. But the level of connection that that show has with myself, let alone the target demographic versus people who are willing to go to this realm of fantasy, uh well, religious fantasy creation, all, all of that, it, it was a great, great show. So, yeah. It got to the point where, in, and I'm I'm going to say this with love and respect, and I am very aware that Sylvia DeFonte and Mother Superior are two very different people, but there are points in the show I was upset with you, person. Like, like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a fanboy. I got to scratch this itch, and I, I need answers for this one. Now, I'm sure season three was going to answer these questions. When but, when uh, when 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 were you upset? Oh oh you oh you know you know. In fact, you smiled. You know. I'll tell you why where I got upset. Mother Superior, you spare Father Benson. Like I'm, I'm blaming you at this point. You had him dance your rights. You interrogated him. You could have, you could have crushed him. You killed people for less, and for whatever reason, you let him go. You knew what was up. So yeah, I got a bit of a problem with that. Why? You're right.
1: You're right. When I read that, I had the same problem too. And I was like, how does she stop herself? It wasn't just about, it's like, how does she stop herself? Because I know that the rage is so strong there. How can she stop herself? I don't
0: know. I think
1: it's, I think it's fear. What I built, it was fear and the possibility of giving change a chance. That's I think a I lot saw something there.
0: But at the end, faith, you know, I'm, I have Ooh. faith. I guess I, I'm asking because the reason I'm asking this question is I don't know if you paid attention throughout the entire series. Muscle period has no problem killing people. Just just none. It's just no problem. Especially traitors. I have, I have but I have to have strong motivation. Is especially traitors. That's what I'm saying. Then to have Father Benson hemmed up like that and he's right there. I was like, okay. That was a choice. So that's it. That's it. That that's it. That was that was my B throughout the end. Oh, Other but you right, I understand. There's
1: always there's it wasn't an easy thing. And I think it wasn't a definitive thing, but, and also at the very end, I'm not convinced he still has to show. Okay. He still has to show that he's, you know, that he came back.
0: He but, still has to show that, but that's why I, um, like most people was hoping for season three because starters answer that question. Another question where shotgun Mary. Another question: How exactly did you get those scars on your face and all the body? Let's just like really dig deep. Like, how did this happen? So I, that, that's why we were upset. And now, now you think about it, since we got free time, we we may go back to Netflix. Because the more I'm thinking about it, I do need to answer these questions. All right, I'm done. I'll shut up about uh, Warrior Nun because we'll be here all day on that. I want to talk about you. I want to talk about Sylvia, the person, the actress, the icon. Um, You studied in Paris and that's where you start really holding your acting skills on stage for the first time. Um What is that like to jump from, um like I said, Italy to Paris? There has to be some type of dichotomy as far as the styles go. Or is it? Well,
1: um, so when I, when I, when we came back from Hong Kong, And we came back to Rome and I was 11. Um, I started, you know, Italian school. And for me, Rome was not the place where I was going to be forever. It was just a moment because I was, I I was used to that. I was used to moving. Um, then, you know, high school arrived and my father was working in Paris and we said, you know, we need to move to Paris. And I was like, uh, 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 I'm not moving. Before I finish, you know, high school, I want to finish high school thing here and then go. Right. And uh, actually, he he changed job, so we weren't going to Paris anymore. And I was like, oh no, I want to go to Paris. <laughs> so as soon as I could, when I got my, inscri- you know, I went to university in La Sapienza, and there was this Erasmus project, and they told me where do you want to go, and I said Paris. I want to go to Paris, 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 and then. When I went there actually it was just supposed to be six months of study there, but i you know I stayed almost two years because I loved it so much and um I loved studying there I loved the university I went to not just to Sorbonne University but also to other universities because my friends were there, and so I started studying gender studies there that weren't actually my field and this was nineteen ninety nine two thousand gender studies i mean now it's it's uh <laughs> it,
0: was,
1: it was started there, you know. There you um, go. and so that's where I, I, I actually, yeah, I started knowing myself better and better and where I wanted to go, where, where, where the directions of my life were going. So it wasn't, uh, I've always been interested in other cultures. So, and Paris is pretty much close and similar. Oh, yeah. Some, somehow.
0: Now. Um, when well you said um, in in former interviews and um, things of that nature, you said you like taking roles and you prefer a challenge. You said, "quote I think that every character I've ever played has challenged me. Is that challenge that makes me interested in the role in the first place." So, with that said, um, when you take on roles, do you purposely look for those challenging roles, or do you purposely look for something? That is not in your skill set or is that, well, it's a choice, but how, how would that, how does that affect you now? Well,
1: I, well, listen, I wish, I wish I could say it's always a choice. It is a choice, but it also comes from, it's more an interaction. What I mean for that is that, mm, you know, as, as an actor, you would hear a lot about, type roles, type casting. So, um, certain, you know, features or certain characteristics drive, um, uh, as a magnet, you know, you, you bring to yourself some characters. Um, and that's interesting because you always have connections, but then I, I think, you know, as you grow up as a human being, um, as, and I, growing up as a human being and as, as an actress, I, I want to go in directions where I can, yeah, I can challenge and discover, you know, the dark, darker parts of myself, the obscure parts, the parts that I don't know that well. And I want to explore, um, also the brighter ones that don't have to be just dark, <laughs> but I mean, uh, to be what you can't, usually in your daily life be, I think that's, that's the best. That's, that's, that's not just challenging. It's also fun and uh, it gives you motivation to, to start exploring. And then of course, when you have the chance to do period pieces or thing or um apparently roles that are distant and then you get to know them But there's actually nothing distant, even if in, in, in the alien parts, nothing, and kneeling humano unest. I mean, nothing of human is alien to me. And I think this is, uh, this is the most interesting thing. So, yes, I think when I, when I say challenging, I think it has to do with the writing. So when the writing is, is good, when the writing is, uh, um, is deep, that, mm-hmm. that is always challenging because you need to unlock it. That makes sense.
0: That makes sense because when you talk about deep, um, I actually did a deep dive and saw a little bit of your performance as Betty from the play Cloud Nine. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, we do homework here. Um, yeah. Oh,
1: that's so touching.
0: And when you see a person, a, a person like Betty, a character who ultimately searches for, and, she searches, but ultimately gets independence or achieves her own independence by way of divorce, in a way. I see what you mean when you talk about challenging because not only a character like Betty, who on the surface has pretty set life. It's, it's pretty set until you see her side of the story and then you're like, oh, okay. So you, that, that challenging part, is also not just with the writing and your performance; is the audience too to kind of buy into that? I know that was a question, so we're in there. But could you elaborate a little bit in there?
1: Oh my! Well, first of all, you mentioning Betty is wow. It's, it really <laughs> touches me; like it makes me cry <laughs> because mm, Betty is one of my favorite characters. Um, Cloud Nine is one of my favorite plays. Not just that I played, like Carol Churchill for me is, is an incredible, amazing playwriter. She's, she's just the best. And Cloud Knight is so beautiful, the play. And Betty for me, that character, (laughs) so, you know, bourgeois and so elegant with this Thatcher style haircut and all rigid in her, you know, in her repression, in her being closeted and then Suddenly, through her, her kids and through their experience, that, that she judges so much and then understanding what her life was and, and, and how her relationship with, with her husband was, was killing her life, and how she discovers sex and again and and, and her yeah, her sexuality in being just uh, yeah, this person that loves life. This and in the play, they gave me the chance to to play the bat, the bass. You know, they play the bass, and I sing, and um, and so she's a rocker inside. And so I think that, um, yeah, her outside appearance and her inside life, and playing with that was, and the, the you know the monologue at the end. It's been it's been one of my you know my favorite experiences in acting. So I'm I'm really I'm really grateful that you brought that up. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well that's the past let's talk about the future. My next question was going to be that since you had things of that nature you've always kind of said you would be very very interested to play a character in the film adaptation of the book Master Margarita. Is that still a dream, or is that something <sighs> you sought you' you're seeking or
1: well that's still a dream i don't think i'm i i'm, I'm... I'm in age for that anymore. Um but you never know. There they may be adaptations. I I love all, you know, I love Russian literature. I think there's so many characters inside there that that are uh interesting uh, to develop and play. Uh but you bring up something, you know, Master Margarita uh, is is uh it's surreal, it's magic. It has elements that could be, you know, it could become a musical. I, I would love to do something crazy like that, you know. I, style. <laughs> you if
0: know, it but, helps. I selfishly want that mainly because that book is so hard to read. Russian <laughs> literature, it, it, it just is like, I did it. It is, it is a musical. It touches on themes of schizophrenia. It touches on, the, okay, I need, you know what? I tap out. I need the video version so I can pause, <laughs> walk away, really sort this thing out. So yes, I'm rooting for you. Um, it just is. It's a very hard book. Russian literature is hard to read already, but it's such a hard book to read. But, um, um, speaking of hard books to read, you read a few of them because you graduated cum laude with a Master's in Communication with Cultural Anthropology. You wrote your thesis on chaos theory and complexity. And that is that is awesome. And the fact that you understand that, because I had to brush up on it myself, essentially is the butterfly effect. But that's a roundabout way to ask this question. Do you feel those elements has affected your career now? maybe the small thing you did here makes a big thing happen. Yes. <laughs> Please if you have yes, examples yes, I,
1: like- I think it affected it doesn't just affect the career I think sorry no um, you're good it just it's not just the career I think it it, it affected it affects the life, life um but not in a deterministic way. I think this is interesting. So what I think sometimes is not, uh, understood about the, the butterfly effect theory is not just that something happens, therefore something happens over there. It's not just therefore. It's that the, the variables are so complexly inter, intertwined that you can't really say what is going on. So there's a, of course, it's not Casual. It's a non-order. It's not disorder. It's a non-order um, effect. So true. Everything has an effect, but also your will has an effect. But also the will of someone else has an effect. Um, I think that mm, what is important to know is that it's there's not a determination, and there's nothing that has to do with control. It has nothing that has to do with control. And what you think you can control is actually... Mm, you can express your will. You can express your wish. You can express your desire. And you can really put that effort in reality. But then, of course, you're not... Uh, yeah, you're not the mighty. You don't you don't have the kind of power to determine what is going to happen. So I think... Um, that is always something that I have to remember. Um, that doesn't mean that my efforts are useless, actually. The contrary. Um, but there's, luckily, there's so many interconnections. And that's for good and that's for bad, obviously. And so finding your way to balance that is the job, life job.
0: <laughs> I see, I see. Well, speaking of a life job, you've given jobs to a lot of people in life. Because in 2004, you co-founded Angelo Maya, a globally recognized independent creative space or Cultural Production Center. It has been referred to a must-visit for the hip and culture. That means I'm not allowed. So you, know, you are co-founded in Blue Motion. Of course you're allowed. <laughs> you co-founded Blue Motion, a resident theater company, widely credited for the launch of New Wave Modern English uh, Dramaturgy in Italy. That is a long way to ask this question. What would you say is the biggest misconception um, Italian uh, dramaturgy compared to its American counterparts?
1: Huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, we can ask <laughs> intelligent questions too.
1: Well, it's really interesting because as as a company, we actually focused on English dramaturgy. So um, because. Uh, we're really interested in, in um, contemporary theater, but more as, um, mm, uh, set design, uh, act performance, um, you know, light design, but as text, as plays, we were very interested in the English contemporary writing, uh, French contemporary writing, something. And then, you know, Last play we've done is is Pasolini, Pier Paolo Pasolini. Um, Pier Paolo Pasolini has been there for a while, and uh, but now this 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 anniversary had you know everyone was talking about Pasolini, and suddenly Pasolini, who is a very very controversial uh, figure, became you know the the hip, and everyone had to talk about that, and it it was just very interesting because then you find yourself talking about contemporary theater. In Italy, uh, in a way that, you know, we think nobody does. I mean, we try to do that. And, um, it was, it was very interesting because we, we set this play, which is actually ancient Greek. We set it in a past rave, techno rave. Um, so there was an old caravan, a smashed car. Um, and we, we wanted the population the, the 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 people from the mountains we wanted them to be migrants because um there's a very low representation of the migrant problem in italy um and so we collaborated with associations that work with with migrants in in um in rome and we had the chance to work on stage with them and that was i think the most important experience talking about contemporary dramaturgy than you can do because it's yeah, that's, I think that's writing that needs to happen uh, okay. in terms of, uh, you know, of collaboration, uh, real collaboration. Uh, I don't know if I answered this question, but yeah, I, you did. To bring it up because I think it's really important.
0: Yeah, I, I really did. And you, you crushed it. And I will say that is my last intelligent question. I have two more. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's more fun, but, like, you kind of mentioned this already. You play the bass. Um, You kind of, if you can, do you find your way incorporating that in your acting, uh, your musical talents? And if not, if you're just at home jamming out, what is your favorite songs? Do you have a favorite bass player? What type of bass you got? Oh, tell us about it. No, it's okay. So, first of all,
1: this is my, my friend, director. She said, okay, you need to play an instrument in the place. So let's find something. She always puts music because we, our, our company is, 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 uh, is formed by musicians as well. Uh, so they help me do that. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a bass player. I do that when I need to do it. I'm talented to do it. Uh, they gave me as a gift, uh, a rock proper <laughs> bass, uh, but, I'm not a bass player. I'm someone that can do that. And I mainly sing. I like singing. And they throw me on stage with all the musicians when we do, you know, performances and evenings. And uh, uh, so I have that chance as well. Um, so when I'm home, I, the little time that I'm by myself, I sing, I dance, I just, you know, express myself, mainly rock
0: Nice. <laughs> uh, um well that i i have to ask this this is more of an observation and you could just yes or no this one i heard from a little birdie that you love water relaxing by the water hanging out you're always around a body of water where there's a pool where there's a beach something when you want your me time um a, is that true? And B, does that influence some of the set locations on some of the roles you pick? Like, oh, I always wanted to go to, go on. I really
1: wish. You asked this question. I really wish. Uh, yeah, water is my element. I love it. It's my, yeah, it's, it's, it's not just the sea. You know, it was, mm, I've always been on the shore in Sardinia shores because my, my father is from there. Uh so I had this big chance to be always on on, on on the beaches in this island. Um yeah, it's really my element. I love mountains too, I like walking. But water is um yeah, and, and it's also the you know, yep, the, the subconscious. So it's I really hope to do and yes, I'm saying this loud, I really hope to do a project
0: that is by the sea. Okay. Well, as always, how I started this interview, I'm going to end it the same way. You're always welcome to come to Detroit. We have five great lakes to choose from. You're welcome whenever. Let me know when you're here. We'll, we'll, we'll explore them if you want. But right now, we're getting towards the end. I'm getting a wrap-it-up signal. So this camera, this camera, that camera, tell us what you got going on. We can find you on social media at CLB's DeFonte. Please, floor is yours. Just plug away. Whatever your new project is. Well,
1: I... I- Mm. <laughs> you know as usual you can't really say okay. um no i can't really talk about all the projects that i'm doing that's fair. <laughs> no, i can talk about i can just talk about what what is already out there which are you know my my theater projects i have three productions coming on i work with kids i work with students um going to this amazing performance and camping and it's uh, that's the only thing that i can talk about and it's an lgbtq plus community uh, about trans feminism and um yeah that's that's the only thing i can talk about the rest it's um it's a secret
0: well i will say this once it's no longer a secret can we find it out on your social media at sylvia Defonte on instagram twitter and facebook
1: yeah, hopefully not Twitter. I'm not a not such. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a very social media person. <laughs> I have to really improve. But uh, yeah, forgive me. I'll try. Right. I'll try to be get better.
0: <laughs> Third time's a charm. Whenever you can talk about it, you're welcome here, and we can talk about the new project together. Yes,
1: Annie will take care of it. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, thank you for being on the podcast, Sylvia. It's been a pleasure.
1: Ciao. Bye. Happy match.
0: Oh yeah. There you have it. That was a great interview with Sylvia DeFonte. I want to thank everyone who helped put this together. Also, um, if you like podcasts, you gotta check out my boys Bash and Z at the Act Accordingly Podcast with Bash and Z. Check them out there wherever podcasts can be found. They did such a good job for us a couple of weeks ago, and I can't thank them enough. So check out my boys at the Act Accordingly Podcast with Bash and Z. Relating to this podcast, everything can be found at samshownation dot com. I want to thank you. Please check out the video. The uh, video interview is available on our YouTube page by going to YouTube. Just talking with Sam No G, and talking speaking. So check it check it out there. Your home for everything related to the podcast can be found at samshownation You can email us at just talk with sam no G, and talking at gmail dot com. Hit us up on our socials at um, just talking with sam no G, and on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Sam Show 11 on Twitter, and we will see you guys next week. This is an awesome interview. Sylvia, thank you for giving us a little bit of your time, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Peace out.